Hello and welcome to the weekly Bundaberg Now podcast. I'm Dana McGackis from Bundaberg Regional Council and today we have another interesting program with news and information from across the Bundaberg region. Soon we'll hear about the plant swap program, a little bit of the story behind Greensill Farming Group, another great tune from Art as an Act of Optimism and get some great book recommendations from our librarians. But first, here's Michael Gorry with the news headlines. Thank you, Dana. Making news this week, the iconic Burnett Bridge in Bundaberg is 120 years old after being officially opened on 24th of August 1900. The bridge was a major engineering achievement and opened with great fanfare. A special historical exhibition of photographs and artefacts opens at Bundaberg Regional Art Gallery on Saturday with free entry until the 18th of October. The popular Queensland Variety Bash will start in Bundaberg this year, bringing 100 cars and 300 people into the region for several days. Bundaberg Regional Council is sponsoring the event, which it says will inject $180,000 into the local economy. Ben Searle from Searle's RV Centre has welcomed the news. We're really grateful that the council have got involved. Um, as part of my business, as I mentioned, we'll be taking the combi and I'd encourage any other local businesses um, to get involved, even if you're not a local business, if, you're, if it's a local darts for mates at the darts competition, get involved and, and let's get right behind it. Council is completing a new footpath in Kepnock to complete a link between the existing pathway on Kepnock Road west of Baird Street to the existing Ring Road Pedestrian Refuge. In future, the pathway will connect to the Bell Eden Estate. Kepnock High School Principal Nicholas Hawkins says the new footpath will improve safety for staff and students. What it means for our school is that at the end of the school day when close to a thousand students go out our front gate, we've got a nice safe wide footpath at the front. Particularly in uh, wet and rainy uh, conditions, um, this could have been a, a, a mud bath out here. So now we have a, a nice, smooth, uh, safe area. It's safe for them to get to their parents, to the bus. And now that it's going to stretch all the way down to uh, Bell Eden, that's just another benefit for our students as they leave the school and hopefully get home nice and safe. And this is just a great way for the, our students to feel that way. Mayor Jack Dempsey has called on state political candidates to commit to improving boat ramps in the Bundaberg region. He says a 2017 report recommended seven potential sites, but none have been delivered. Finally, Council will consult the community on a policy to provide buffer zones between farms and new residential areas. In this special report, we now hear from Mayor Jack Dempsey and Development Group Manager Michael Ellery. For the first time, a Queensland Council will be protecting farmers' rights. One of the issues identified was agricultural buffer zones, particularly where we have uh, greater uh, encroachment of urbanisation in areas. But by having getting rid of those inconsistencies that have been in the past, we now have uh, buffers to be able to protect those farmers' rights and the developers can have a clear direction of what they need to do in the future. Some of the inconsistencies that we've seen and issues in the past have involved everything from uh, from noise, from dust, uh, to smell, to lights on, to operations and so forth. We believe that uh, this will be a great advantage and a significant advantage for the Bundaberg region to attract further investment into the future. So that's why we've consulted with everyone from UDI 
RAA to cane growers to Bundaberg fruit and veggies and other stakeholders. It'll make it easier for everybody because everyone's uh, participated in the consultation. The agricultural buffer is a vegetated buffer that manages the interface between residential development and agricultural development, uh, usually along property boundaries. It's important because it gives certainty to both uh, residents of those areas plus the farmers that live, that are working next door to them, that they can both do what they want to do without interfering with each other's enjoyment of life. So under the current state planning policy arrangements, uh, there's a general uh, requirement to provide buffers, but there's no real guidance provided to developers or farmers about what those buffers should look like. Our policy offers different solutions depending on whether there's uh, cane or small crops, uh, or, uh, sorry, orchards uh, or nut farms, uh, and also solutions for cane railways and things like that. Each sort of scenario um, requires a different solution and we're trying to make it easy for people to have a solution that's backed by science that will help address those issues. The standard approach would be to provide a 40 metre wide buffer uh, usually down the middle of that, 20 metres of that, would be planted with trees and shrubs. Now our policy suggests uh, different solutions depending on what's happening next door. So there'll be uh, recommendations about the types of plants to be used, uh, how densely they should be planted uh, and how they should be maintained so they can reach maturity and provide that protection uh, that we're looking for. I think it'll make it uh, more viable for both farming and uh, urban uh, development you know, in these areas where it's appropriate uh, and we'll reduce some sort of conflict uh, that goes on and it'll make it easier for you know, developers and farmers to do what they do best. What the council's decided today is to go to public consultation and we're looking for feedback from you know, all stakeholders. Thank you, Michael. And back to you, Dana. Thanks, Michael. Now, I'll hand over to Rowana O'Neill from Parks who is here to tell us about the 2020 Plant Swap Program. If you're a homeowner and you have weeds in your garden and you'd like to replace them with free native plants, then you might be interested in the Plant Swap Program. We know that environmental weeds are a major problem in Queensland, causing huge environmental damage. The Plant Swap Program is a great initiative from the Land Protection Team at Council, and it's a way to help remove those unwanted weeds from our urban areas. If you're interested in the program, all you have to do is contact council and register for the program. A land protection officer will come out and carry out a free inspection and help identify targeted weeds. You then organise for the removal of the weeds. The property is then inspected again by the land protection officer. And if the weeds have been removed, you'll be issued with a free plant voucher. Some of the weed species that the team are targeting include broadleafed pepper, Easter cassia, yellow bells and Brazilian cherry, but there are many more as well. So if you're interested in registering for the program or finding out more, just ring Bundaberg Regional Council on 1300 883 699. Thanks, Ro. Now, we're hearing a little bit of the story behind Greensill Farming Group from CEO Peter Greensill. So Peter, can you tell me a little bit about the history of Greensill Farming Group? So myself and my two brothers are uh, privileged enough to be third generation um, farmers here in Bundaberg. Um, my grandparents uh, bought a, a small farm on the slopes of the Hummock 
um, about in 1945, and they went on to grow that to to be around about a 200-acre farm in the in the same area, sort of just buying the adjoining properties, which was quite a challenge in those days, pioneering and hand cutting cane and and all of uh, and, and some small crops in in a small way. Uh, and then my father and my mother went on to sort of uh, grow and build that business and add some more horticulture in and and. Uh, some more innovation in technology and irrigation as those uh, new parts of uh, the region were sort of advanced as uh, we built dams in the river and so forth. So as the infrastructure has developed, that was probably the middle generation and then my brothers and I have probably gone on to grow the business horizontally and, and, and add more properties into that in, in a substantial way in order to try and keep pace with the economies of scale required to uh, have the technology we need to be a modern agribusiness. And can you tell me a bit about some of the produce that you are currently producing? At the moment, we're uh, a substantial um, sweet potato grower in the Australian industry. We're, we're exporting to um, the wider world from sort of everywhere as far as the UK, um, you know, through Asia, Middle East. Um, and that's an exciting space for us. We're, uh, we're very keen to sort of take on that challenge of, of taking our, our commodity to the, the broader market, but we're certainly supplying all national uh, states and uh, we're also uh, a significant uh, sugar grower. We, we supply sugar to uh, the local mills here in Bundaberg. We're also growing peanuts um, and we're, we're looking to grow all of those businesses as, um, as the market's uh, developed and, and, uh, and as they make sense strategically for what we're doing. So you really have a diversity of produce here at Greensill Farming. You mentioned a bit about exporting in international markets. Is there any difficulty being in a regional area like Bundaberg to get that produce out to those markets? One of the fortunate things about Bundaberg is our, our location lends itself. We're, we're only a few hours from a, 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 the capital, um, uh, you know, and we're, we're also you know, quite close to the, the major um, highway through, you know, the Bruce Highway. Um, that gives us quick access, like we're, we're supplying overnight into, into a lot of the major um, centres and it, it does position us well with respect to being able to you know, export um, from those locations as well as we've got you know, a, a substantial port here in, in Bundaberg um, and a proper commercial airport. So you know, we're, we're quite well set up uh, relative to a lot of other centres. Excellent. So you mentioned that sweet potatoes are a big growth opportunity for you at the moment. What is it about the Bundaberg region that makes your sweet potatoes so good and sets them apart from others? Uh, we're very privileged here to be able to grow 52 weeks a year. We can we can dig and supply our markets, which is something that very few other places in the world are able to do. And that's part of, partly to do with our, our beautiful latitude 25 climate that we have here, which gives us quite even, you know, and, and temperate sort of summer winter um, climate variation. So uh, we, it, it makes for great living, but it also makes for uh, the ability to be able to better control our crops and give us continuity through. That. That and that allows us to maintain the staff you know, that we have for all of those, uh, those roles yeah, right through the year, which, which is fantastic from a workflow perspective as well as you know, all of the other you know, continuity um, elements there, so it's great. Yeah. So you've got a great team and a great product. What does the future look like for Green Sills? Are there any exciting things on the horizon? We're very keen to uh, to grow our business further and, and also you know continue to add in more innovation and, and more automation and and, uh, and technology that can allow us to, to continue to grow and do that sustainably. Uh, but there's exciting times ahead. Excellent. Thanks for joining us, Peter. Now we've got another great tune. The Arts and Cultural Services team have been working with local artists through the Regional Arts Development Fund 
to showcase their original work right here on the Bundaberg Now podcast. A total of 11 artists will be featured throughout the upcoming weeks, and this week, we'll hear from Pete O'Brien. The Moncrief Entertainment Centre, Bundaberg Regional Galleries, and Bundaberg Regional Libraries, and together, we're Arts Bundaberg. Bundaberg. We love the arts just as much as you do, and whether you're a book lover, an arts lover, or a theatre lover, the arts and cultural services of the Bundaberg Regional Council are connecting locals all in one place. To keep up to date with the things you love, jump online to artsbundaberg.com.au. Hi, this is Pete O'Brien, and this is my new song called 2020. The song 2020 is about all Australians coming together as one in these changing times. Learning the culture of the land and creating new technology for our future.
As an act of optimism, the podcast series brought to you by the Regional Arts Development Fund, a partnership between the Queensland Government and Bundaberg Regional Council to support local arts and culture in regional Queensland. Keep listening to the Bundaberg Now podcasts to discover more talented artists within our region. To keep up to date with all things arts, jump online to artsbundaberg.com.au. And to finish up today, we've got some great book recommendations from our library staff. Over to you, Peter. Hi, I'm Peter Brown, Manager of Bundaberg Regional Libraries. Today I'm going to share with you some of my favourite authors and stories and also ask a couple of the library staff what their favourites are. All of our library branches are open now and with the cold weather having started, it's a great time to come in and find a new book, followed by a nice warm spot to sit and read. Naturally, for a librarian, picking their favourite book or author is a bit like picking their favourite child. However, we've done our best. My favourite book is A Man Called Ove by Frederick Backman, a Swedish writer. Ove is about 60 years of age and is trying to cope with loss. It's both a funny and a moving story as Ove learns to open his heart and accept the friendship of others. His attempt to reconcile the loss of his position as head of the Residents Association in what he describes as a coup d'etat is a highlight. I love Backman's writing and I hope you may enjoy it too. The Uncommon Reader by Alan Bennett is another favourite. In this story, the Queen discovers the mobile library outside the palace kitchen and gets caught up in her reading at the expense of her normal duties. It's a nice, quick, funny read. I could name so many more favourites, but it's time for other staff to let you know theirs. We're joined now by Jill, one of our coordinators of library and technical services. Welcome, Jill. You're going to tell us about a book that you've enjoyed recently. What's the name of the book and what's it about? Hi, Peter. I've recently read When Grace Went Away by Meredith Appleyard. It's a rural fiction set in a South Australian farming community. The family disintegrates with the death of the youngest child. Grace is the oldest child and moves to London and the story revolves around her mother rebuilding family relationships without Grace around. There are so many dynamics in this book that I was completely absorbed with the family. I have recommended this title to others. Thanks, Jill, for that recommendation. Next, we have Youth Services Librarian Jala Beecham. Welcome, Jala. You have a genre that's a particular favourite. 
What is that genre and what do you love about it? Thanks, Peter. So my favourite genre is urban paranormal. So this subgenre is perfect for the reader who likes to read fantasy or paranormal books, but with a difference. The difference is the setting is often in a real world or urban setting. This subgenre usually involves a city-dwelling protagonist who is able to work magic and or is of supernatural heritage. Two authors from this genre that I particularly like are Patricia Briggs and Ilona Andrews. Thanks, Jala, for telling us about the urban paranormal genre. Now we have library assistant Craig. Welcome, Craig. What do you enjoy reading? Hi, Peter. Uh, Craig here. Uh, my favourites are non-fiction. I don't read any fiction, just non-fiction. I love political biographies and I also love anything on history. Thank you, Craig, for telling us about what you like to read. So, they were some of our favourite stories. Hopefully we've given you a few ideas for picking your next great read. And don't forget, the libraries are open. See you soon. Thanks for the great recommendations, guys. That's all for today. We hope you enjoyed the program. Join us next week for more news and stories from across the Bundaberg region. Bye for now.